0: Honor our kids. Amen. How many know that kids are important? Come on. If you got a kid, say Amen. Hallelujah. We, we, we gotta honor our kids. Amen. And so uh, they entered a new school year. It just I think they started last week, amen. And so we want to pray for God's protection throughout the entire year. Pray blessings over them. That's a very important to do, amen. Not only as we do today as a church, but as you should be doing that every day you release your children, amen. God bless them, protect them. I pray for your kids. I pray for every school district in here, amen, every morning that they come home safe, amen. And so I pray blessings over Clark County. I pray over over the state of Nevada. I pray over our country and around the world, amen, that all our children come home safely, amen. Come on, and for peace of mind for you. Parents, amen. Sometimes we can get some thoughts or some some worries can enter our minds, but if we can just address it to God and trust God with our kids and and pray blessings over them and pray for them, then we'll see them when they come back home. Can somebody say amen? amen? Praise the Lord. So we want to pray that, amen. So we're declaring Kids Day here at PCLV, amen. It's very important for us or you guys to get involved with your kids, amen, in their learning, a lot of things are being taught in the schools, and sometimes we just let the school be the school. And sometimes you guys say, "What'd you learn today?" and and get some of the feedback what they're learning or what they're teaching our kids. Amen. If there's something that's a little off, then that's the time to correct it. But if you just let it go, then it's it's imparted into their minds, and that's what they start to accept. And so get, 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 get in, be intentional what they're, they're studying. Amen. You know, if it's math, math, amen, go ahead and do it. Amen. But, but, but other things that the topics that they're t- teaching, ask them some questions. Amen. And make sure that, you know what, they're lining up to what you believe. Can somebody say, amen, come on. So pray for them. We are praying for peer pressure. There's a lot of peer pressure, especially our teenagers today. Amen. They go through so many things. They may want to pray over bullying. Amen. Confusion. And we want them, most importantly, to stay strong in their faith. Amen. That they, they, they don't turn it off when they leave here. You know, if they claim to be a Christian, then they're a Christian at school. Wherever they go. Amen. That's who they walk. They walk their faith. Can somebody say amen? Praise God. Amen. And so we also want to, uh, if you never dedicated your child or baby unto the Lord, we want to do that as well today. Amen. And so and I'm going to talk about that. Uh, Today, Amen. And so I've instructed the the ushers and the teachers to bring the kids that are in classroom. towards the end of the surface. They're going to come in here, and then we're going to do our thing and pray for them and dedicate them and do all that. Amen. Can somebody say yes? Hallelujah. That we as a church much value and reach out to our next generation. Amen. That's why we need involvement in in, in the church. Come on. we, We need people. Teachers in the one ministry that will help out in that. And so the teachers that are right now with your children, they're not just watching your kids. They, we're teaching your kids. Amen. And so we need people that will come and say, man, I want to be part to help the next generation rise up. I want to impart what God has imparted in me into these young teenagers, into the children that are there, the middle class, even nursery. I mean, that even in nursery, you can start to impart into them. Amen. One of the mo- precious moments that, 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 as you know, the story of, of Moses. Amen. And so here's a here's a mom that that puts a baby in a river and prays blessings and releases because, you know, what was happening at that time? They were killing all the firstborn babies. Amen. they're trying to look for the deliverer. Amen. For Israel. Amen. And so here they release. She releases Moses. Amen. And then the turnaround, it comes back to him and she gets to nurse him. And so it it just it's just God's plan, amen. But in those first five years or so, before he went into the palace where the king was, those precious moments, Moses' mom poured her heart into him, sang songs and ministered to a child. And so even as a as a baby, they get it. I mean, I, I remember it, it, my first ministry was nursery. Me and my wife worked in the nursery for five years, and I would pray for them. They would grow. They come in as little babies, just like Enzo, that's over there. Amen. So you eat a little baby coming in. I would hold them in like that. We didn't have that kind of stuff back then. Amen. But but you know, we didn't get the wrapping stuff. Amen. But but we we had baby. I had two babies at one time. Amen. And, and but they started to grow, and of course, at, at two years they go to the next class. Amen. So at two years, so they come in as babies. I seen them walk. And I would pray for them, I say, fall out, and they would fall out of the spirit. I was imparting and teaching them, and they would understand this. Come on, guys, it sounds funny. But man, I was preparing them and then it was sad to see them leave into the next class because now they came in as infants. I seen them starting taking their first walk and now walking out of the class, going to the next class. But those those two years were precious, and I was pouring something, me and my wife were pouring something into these babies. Amen, and 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 they would come, and the moms would pick up the babies, and the babies would knock out on, on my arms. Amen. And they smelled like my cologne. Amen. And so it was like, where's where's my kid? Brother Art has them. Amen. And I have them on the corner, knocked out. Amen. But you know what? It's important. I prayed blessings over them. I prayed for them. And so that's it's important to get involved in any part of the of the children's life. It's important. Can somebody say amen? Hallelujah. So that's why we need involvement. We need teachers that will have that kind of heart that will pour into the next generation, even if it's just watching an infant and praying a blessing over them. Amen. And like I said, if you want to be part of that, see Pastor Des. Amen. She's over there hiding. Amen. Behind that TV series right there. There she is, amen. And just, you can, you can see her if you want to be part of the one ministry, amen. Of course, you guys have your meeting next, next Saturday for the well conference and all the teachers will meet next Saturday, amen. But if we don't teach them, if we don't reach out to them, if we don't leave them something or pass something down to them, amen, we can lose a generation. Come on. And the enemy, let me tell you, the enemy is ready with his volunteers and his teachers to pass something to your kids. The enemy's waiting for them. He waits for them at school. He waits for them wherever they are. So, so he's he's so dedicated. And he has a dedicated team of involved people, involved spirits to reach out for your kids. And so if we don't teach them something, let me tell you, somebody else will. <laughs> Amen. And somebody else is not a good person. Amen. So come on, let's, let's get involved with them and pass them something. Amen. And so uh, one of the, the things that we must do as a church and must do as parents is to dedicate our children to the Lord, but also pray a blessing over them. So let's first look at dedication. Amen. We don't believe or practice uh, baby baptism. We believe that baptism is a declaration of a person who has repented. And now uh, from their sins, amen, and now giving their lives to Jesus, amen. Baptism, what we'll be doing next Sunday, amen, is a public declaration in front of people of bearing that old man and coming up as a new person. Come on, coming up alive in Christ Jesus in order to walk in his ways. Now, though we are all born in sin, babies uh, have not acknowledged that for themselves in their lives, but we do believe that all babies go to heaven. Come on. If something should happen to a child as an infant, we believe that God takes them back home just like that. That, that we believe. Nope, nobody believes that? <laughs> Come on. All, any, if you had an infant that passed away, whether even within the womb, they all go to heaven. They're, the baby's up there, amen, automatically. That's the God that we serve, amen. There's no judgment on them. Straight ticket to heaven, amen, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Believe how I believe, amen, today, amen. Praise the Lord, because if you got kids, believe, believe, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, amen. Romans chapter 5, verse 12 says, when Adam sinned, sin entered the world. Adam sinned, brought death, so death spread to everyone, for everyone sinned. Romans chapter 5, 15 says this, but there is a great difference between Adam's sin and God's gracious gift. For the sin of this one man, Adam, brought death to many, but even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of forgiveness to many through another man, Jesus Christ. Romans chapter 5, 18 through 19 says this, Yes, Adam's one sin brings condemnation for everyone, but Christ's one act of righteousness brings a right relationship or a covenant with God and a new life for everyone. Because of one person's disobeyed God, many became sinners, but because of one person obeyed God, many were made righteous. Amen. Though we're all born in sin because of Adam, amen, when we believe in Jesus and when we repent and accept him as Lord and Savior, that's when grace comes on the scene, guys, and that's when we are made right in his sight. I'm a poet and I know it. Hallelujah. You know, we are made right in his sight, amen. That's when grace takes a place. So that's what happens in the process. In Luke chapter 18, 15 to 17, it says this, One day some parents brought their little children to Jesus so that he can touch and bless them. But when the disciples saw this, they scolded the parents for bothering him. And then Jesus called for the children and said to his disciples, let the children come to me. Do not stop them, for the kingdom of God belongs to those who are like these children. I tell you the truth, anyone who receives the kingdom of God like a child will never Enter it. Who, I mean, whoever doesn't receive the kingdom of God like a child will never enter it. Amen. So we have to believe like a child. Amen. We, we believe. Amen. That's what we got to do. Have simple thinking. Amen. And when we're thinking like that, then let me tell you, the kingdom of God belongs to them. Amen. See, as parents or believing parents, I may know that your, your child is sanctified. Amen. Just being a believing parent. Amen. There's something that takes place in that covenant relationship with you and God that comes over your children. Come on. Hallelujah. It says right here in 1 Corinthians 7:14 when an unbelieving husband is is uh an un- for an unbelieving husband is sanctified by the wife and the unbelieving wife is sanctified by the husband otherwise your children would be unclean but now they Holy. The New Living Translation says it like this, For a believing wife brings holiness to her marriage, and a believing husband brings holiness to his marriage. Otherwise, your children would not be holy, but now they are are holy hallelujah come on they are holy they are sanctified all it takes is one hallelujah one amen you know my wife covered me for many years 10 years amen I was covered by her because of her covenant relationship with God amen so it protected me and and it brought me back to the circle where I needed to, to make the call out to God amen and so it says right here but when we do this like I said, we do not believe or practice baby dedications, but we do dedicate, I mean, what I'm saying here. We dedicate our children unto the Lord. Amen. It says right here in Luke 2. Twenty-one, twenty-two. on the eighth day, on the day it came, uh, or the time when it came to circumcise the child, his name was Jesus, the name that the angel given him before he was conceived. And when the time of purification rites uh, required by the law of Moses, Joseph, and Mary took him, speaking of G- Jesus, to Jerusalem to present him unto the Lord. Amen. He, he was not being baptized. He was presented unto the Lord. Amen. They presented Jesus or they dedicated him to the Lord. Amen. dedicate here it means to be set apart for divine use, to be set apart for God's kingdom purposes. Come on. When we dedicate our babies or our kids, amen, then we are setting them apart as Christian parents so that they can fulfill their call and fulfill their destiny in the kingdom, amen. You're right there, when you do that today, when you dedicate your child unto the Lord, what you're telling right there, the devil, this this son of mine, this daughter of mine does not belong to you, he belongs, she belongs to God, amen. And she, they are set apart for kingdom Purposes. That is what you're doing when you present or when you dedicate your children unto the Lord, amen, to set apart, amen, to use their gifts, their talents, their abilities for the church, for his bride, amen, in order for your kids. Somebody say my kids. Come on, your kids, amen, to know who he is. Proverbs 22, 6 says this, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. The Bible's telling us here as parents, amen, that you need to train them up. As parents, you need to show them the way. As parents, you need to disciple them, amen. And when they get old, they will not depart, amen. How many know that whatever you do in the Lord is never in vain? Right? Whatever you do, whatever prayer, whatever faith, whatever you're standing on is never in vain. Amen. Whatever you do unto the Lord, our children may wander off a bit. Come on, somebody say amen. Come on, they may even get caught up in this world that we live in. But when they get old or when they grow up or when they mature, amen, when they wake up, our kids will come back come on somebody that's what we believe amen come on I'm a prodigal that came back amen because of a parent a praying mom that prayed for me and still prays for me today amen uh, come on i, I I'm gonna I'm, I'm answer prayer of, of a husband that wandered away amen our children that come back amen we have children that are still out in the world but but they are sanctified they are protected by God and God will one day when they get old when they wake up from their mess let me tell you they'll know where to come come on they'll come home amen hallelujah that is a promise to us amen we just got to trust God come on that's why we just love them how they are pray for them and let them know that Jesus loves them and let me tell you when they get old when they start to mature when they start to understand This is what old means here, amen. It's when they're no longer new, they're old, they understand, they know God's ways, amen. When they come to mind, when something comes to their senses, when something clicks from everything that you have taught them, everything that you prayed over them, it starts to come into their minds, and all of a sudden they know where to go. I need to go to church. man. I I need to go back to the Father. I, I I need to give my life to Jesus. And they'll come broken sometimes. But let me tell you, they know where to come. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Come on, hallelujah. So don't give up on them, amen. Remember the story of the prodigal son, amen. He was trained up. Come on, he had a good godly father, amen, that trained him. He was discipled by his father. And he wandered off a bit, if you know the story, amen. Got caught up in, in, in worldly living, amen. Got caught up in the world. He lost everything, and he ends up in a pig pen. Come on story like most of us, hallelujah there, are prodigals, amen. We we get caught up in our mess, and that's when we finally come to our senses. But the Bible says in Luke chapter 15, 17, when he came to his senses, when he came to maturity, when he started to remember what is was taught by his father, he knew where to go. He remembered the words of his dad. And he was thinking of, you know, even eating of, the, uh, of what the pigs were eating at the time. That's how hungry he was. That's how desperate. That's how lost he was. Amen. But something clicked. Something started to grow. Something started to mature inside of him. Came to his senses and says, I'm going back to the father. Proverbs 22, 6, as I said, train up a child in the way he should go and And when he is old, when he grows up, when he matures, when he comes to his senses, he will not depart from it. So anything in the Lord is never in vain, church. You may not see the answer right away. We may not see what's going on right away, but let me tell you, God is on the scene. He's always there. I mean, he's working things when you don't even know he's working them. Come on, he's doing things behind the scenes that you don't even know. Come on, some of you guys, there's blessings that he's already working on for you. Come on, he's preparing a blessing, he's preparing an answer, he's preparing something for you. Just because we don't see it right away, we don't feel it right away, he's on the scene. God is always there. Come on, somebody, he's always there. Come on, he, his ears are never deaf to his children. Come on, like like Sister Morales said, even in the silent, he's working. Even when you see him, he's doing something, church. Come on, don't ever give up. Just keep your faith. Come on, tell somebody, keep your faith. Come on, keep your faith. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Come on. But also, we want to pray blessing over our children. Speaking blessing over your children nurtures their security, helps them in their confidence, and puts hope in their future. Prayer helps store that in their young hearts, in their young minds. Just like I said with Moses, it was stored as a child. Everything that his mom spoke over him, everything that his mom even sang over him, anything that that she read to him, prayed for him, it all got stored in his young heart and mind. In Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26, it says, may the Lord bless you. And protect you. May the Lord smile upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show his favor and give you peace. Hallelujah. Somebody say peace. Come on. How many want peace? How many need peace? Hallelujah. Come on. In, in the world we live in, things are just changed. Amen. We we got to pray for what's going on in Maui. Amen. Come on. With the fires. Amen. We need to pray for God just to bless these families. Lives were lost. Amen. Something that's taking place there, but we have to pray. I mean, prayer Prayer works, and prayer will reach all the way down to Maui, amen, for the help of those people, amen, and and help them to recover over this, amen. This is where we come together as a family. Everybody has their part. People are doing their part. We have a part as a church to pray. Can somebody say amen? Come on, here God instructs Moses to speak a blessing over the children of Israel here in the book of Numbers. And now, if God believed it was good for the children of Israel, don't you think it's important that we say, "I, come on," that we pray for our children as well? Come on, if it was important back then, it has to be important today. Church, come on now. Your children need your blessing. Come on, not your, just your scolding, not just your put down. Come on, not negativity. Our children need positive things put into their minds. Amen. They hear a lot of negative in the world and they don't want to just come home and get kicked again. Come on. That's not fun. Amen. This is where you got to lift up your kid. That's why you got to get involved with them. You got to talk to them. How was your day? Amen. What are they teaching you? What's going on? Talk to them. Come on. I know that some of them that you got to pull their teeth. Amen. In order to talk, but man, you got to break some ground. Come on. If you start doing it young, they'll always come running to you. Because if you don't, they're going to go running to somebody else. And so if you train them now that, you know what, you can come to me. I, don't, don't, don't ever be worried of what you did or whatever. They have to be safe to come to dad or mom. Come on, you're, you're, you, they have to be, you have to be their security, not the enforcer, not the punisher. Come on, I'm not saying that we can't discipline our kids, amen. But at the same time, you got, they have to learn to trust in you. Somebody say Amen. <laughs> I know we got parents in the house, amen? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So we got to do that, amen? Your children need your blessing. No matter what they have done, amen? Who they are, they face a lot of challenges today pressures, temptations at their schools, and their daily life. Amen. They need your prayers and they need your blessings. Come on, somebody. They need you. Don't, don't, don't just turn it over to the world. Don't turn them over to the world. Don't let the world train them. You train them. Amen. Come on. You have to be involved because once they get old, amen, it's hard to get. Now you want to talk to them. It's hard to do that. There's walls that come up, amen. They, they have created an identity that the world has given them, amen. You have to do that now. Somebody say now. Come on, especially the teen years, amen. Sometimes our kids don't feel like, like being put down, amen. They, they're torn down. They're discouraged all the time around there. I mean, there's, there's, there's a high rate of teenage suicide, amen, that happens in our, in our world today, amen, that you may not see because no one reaches out to them. And so we have to get involved, church, and we have to show them love. Come on. They need to be taught how to war. So when they're going through a season, we got to teach our kids how to pray. Come on, how to be a prayer warrior, amen? That, that This is what mom and dad do. Then when we're going through a hard time, and we're going through a season in our lives, me and mom get on our knees and we start to pray to our God, amen? And God moves and God answers our prayers and God does what he needs to do, amen? You got to train them up, amen? Let them see that, that when you're going through a hard time and then when they start going through a hard time, what, guess what they're going to do? They're going to get on their knees, amen? They're going to start to pray, amen? So you got to teach them that, man, you got to teach them like, back up, devil, you know, teach them all kinds of things amen teach them some sayings what god can protect them let them pray the word as they read the word they can pray the word of god over their lives can somebody say amen at this time their identity it, it is it's forming amen everyone's looking for an identity everyone every child am i a cool child i'm this child I'm, I'm, I'm this they're looking for who they are As they're growing, amen. And so they're they're uncertain about the worth in comparison to other teens, amen. Their self-esteem gets hit, amen. Sometimes they feel that no one uh, no one understands, no one cares. No, they sometimes feel alone. And so conversations you can start to reach your child, amen. In a world where there's a growing of conflict and opposition to God and his ways, our kids can be pressured, amen, by sexual orientation or who they are attracted to or sexual gender or who they feel they are, amen. They're even persecuted for following Christ. And Satan feeds on all this. His, work, his, his mission is to kill, steal, destroy. Come on, that—that's for any child, any generation, any age group. That is his mission for all people, and that includes your children. He's coming after them, and we have to protect them. Can somebody say Amen? amen. Satan works overtime to draw them away from living a right relationship with Christ. So he brings his prayer pressures. He brings these things that causes confusion, causes. Uh, division causes these things to second-guess their, their thinking. But if they're taught well, they're going to stand, amen, on the Word of God. They're going to say, get thee behind me, Satan. They're, they're going to get, you know, say, if God be for me, who can come against me? They're going to start praying these prayers that you guys quote all the time or the sayings you may have in your walls, in your houses, amen, that they believe those things, amen, that, that they're not just something cool to put on there, but you believe those things that nothing formed against me shall prosper, amen. These are things that you're teaching them. Let them read them, amen. Let them be reminded this is the God that we serve. And he'll protect you, and he'll love you, and he'll always be there for you. Come on. If you can tell the teachers to start bringing the kids in. But we can fight against those things, church, by making our house, our home, a sanctuary by keeping it holy, amen, by surrounding our kids with love and encouragement. Your house should be always filled with love and encouragement. There should not be strife, division. There should not be anger. There should not be these things that are in our homes. Our homes should be the safe ground for our children. It should be the sanctuary that they can come to, the busyness of the world and everything of a hard day at school, amen, that they can come home to the comfort of their home. And feel God's love and feel God's peace and his amazing grace. I mean, it has to flow in your house. You as parents have to set that tone. Come on. I mean, if we have disagreements, we have arguments, amen, they should not never be in front of your children. If you got something going on, take it to the bedroom. Get it, get it right in there, amen. But your children should never see you fighting. Come on, they're watching, they're watching and you as parents, you gotta, you gotta catch yourself and say, oh man, they're watching us, huh? Yeah. Okay. Let's stop. This is not what we do. This is not how we handle it. They got to see you coming together. They got to see you praying about something. That's what, if they're going to, if you're going to argue, argue in prayer. Hallelujah. Get on your knees say, man, we need to war. Come on. Invite them in and say, come on. We're going through a hard time right now. Kids, I need you to start praying and agreeing with what we need to pray for. Like I said, our home should be a sanctuary by keeping it holy. Amen. Come on. This will help them strive with confidence. Go on. Go with your mama. (laughs) Go with your moms and dads. Amen. Hallelujah. Or they can sit down anywhere they want. Amen. But we want to bring them in. We have to do it by incorporating scripture into blessing. Amen. Come on incorporating scripture into prayer, and speak them over your children, disciple them, have Bible study with them. Come on, some of you guys, gotta break out the Bible study and just teach them the word of God, amen. This is not only reinforces your love for them, but the Father's love and the good intentions that he has for them as well. And so when you're sharing the word of God, now you're building them up, amen. And when you are, and when they're little, amen, Uh, And get them ready for bed and going to sleep, amen. Pray a blessing over them. Just don't send them off, amen. When they're young, amen, tuck them in. Pray for them. Let them have good dreams. Talk to them and pray something. Let let, let God's word of truth ring in their ears. Let them hear that as the very last thing as they go to to bed, amen. We're talking about our little babies, amen. Our young young, uh, daughters and sons, amen. Speak a blessing over them. Praying scripture is the greatest offensive weapon that we have against Satan's attack against our children. And it's the greatest way to protect them. When you start to pray, but now you start to pray blessings and pray scripture over them, then something happens. Amen. There's something of a strengthening for our children, church. Prayer is powerful. I said prayer is powerful. Prayer moves the hand of God. Prayer, when when people pray in faith, it does something to God. It, it wakes something inside of him that, you know what, it activates something. It activates him to do what he does best, amen, and he moves when people pray unto him. So I'm going to give you a couple of scriptures that you can turn into blessings, okay? Now, they'll be on the screen. If you go on our, on our app, amen, on, on the Bible app, you'll see those there, amen. But, I want you to, to pray these scriptures over your children. Man. So as you, as you lay your hands on them man, and you pray for them while you're pouring out, while you're speaking, pray this blessing over them. And I have prayed, I have prayed blessings over my kids for some time. now. I still pray for my kids. Some of them are now old, amen. I have a son, amen, that's going to be 39 years old. I still pray for him, hallelujah. You know, like he's a little boy, amen. He is a little boy out there, amen, that one day he's going to come to the Lord. Hallelujah. So I'm, glad, I'm blessed to have my other kids here join with me, amen, in serving God. But I, I pray blessings over my sons. Pray blessings over my daughter, amen. Pray blessings over my grandsons and my granddaughter, amen, amen. I pray for godly spouses over them. I'm already praying for your husband, hallelujah. She she didn't even know what's going on. Well, don't don't pick on me. But I'm already I had that man on layaway for her, hallelujah. You know? I I am. I'm praying for a godly man for my granddaughter, amen. I'm praying that she recognize not only the outside appearance, but the inside heart of that person, amen, that she falls in love with the heart before she falls in love on the outside. And so I'm praying, amen, that this man will come and it'll be a godly man that will sweep her off her feet. Not for a long time, though. <laughs> I'm praying for my grandsons, all of them, for godly women. I'm praying for a, a, a bride for Enzo already, hallelujah, I prayed for Enzo when she was in the valley already. I was already praying for his bride, Amen. I'm I'm praying for godly spouses. I, I, I'm just not going to turn them over to anybody. Come on, I'm gonna pray that God, you bring the right person for my grandkids. Come on, they they're godly people, God fearing people that love you, Amen. And and they fall in love with that, and that's who they go looking for. Come on, somebody. So prayer is important, guys. So I'm starting early. Come on, I come on. I, I got I got a couple already answered, so amen. I'm gonna keep on going, Amen, down the road for my grandkids. Amen. Can somebody say amen? Amen. So right now, what we're we gonna do, amen, we wanna pray for our kids. We wanna dedicate some children, and we wanna pray blessing over our children. Amen. So at this time on Facebook, we're to we're gonna say bye for now.